About That Action on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by MyBookie.ag. MyBookie is doing everything they can to help hashtag DGENs only cash big, including a 50% deposit match on your first deposit. That's MyBookie.ag promo code SGP to get a 50% deposit match. We're also brought to you by Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy is a new daily fantasy sports app built specifically for player props. Download the app in the App Store and use the promo code SGP for an instant deposit match up to $50. That's thrivefantasy.com, promo code SGP. Sign up and prop up today. We're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in paperhead providers, and they make it super easy to start your own sportsbook. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by Sean Green. Sean Green's latest comedy album, This Loss Hurts Us All, is now available everywhere. iTunes, Apple, Music, Spotify, wherever you get your comedy. that action boss welcome everyone to bout that action on the sports gambling podcast network i'm your host kyle waddy watnell joined by my co-host and partner in picks mark megatron glass how you doing mark feeling relieved that's the word relieved we're uh second second run at this episode yeah i know be transparent with the listeners (laughs) we started recording in five minutes in uh kyle's (laughs) <laughs> Kyle's laptop decided that it didn't want to work anymore. Right, yeah. And it's been like 30 minutes of panic. But we got it back. We got it back up and running for now. Uh, how was your Halloween he's weekend? Adele. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he's on Adele instead I of a Mac. Uh, my Halloween weekend was pretty uh, pretty mellow. I saw a few friends. Yeah. It was like, I'm not really going to risk, you know, bringing coronavirus back to my family and everything just so I can eat Reese's Pieces. <laughs> I don't like it that much. Yeah, I'm with uh, you there. I, I went down to uh, downtown San Diego with some friends from home, uh, which was a good time. Like that's, that's scary on its own. Regardless, Hanging out of, with friends from high school. Regardless of Halloween. A little bit scary, <laughs> but it was a good time. Uh, nothing too crazy as well. Um, but I'm yeah. glad glad to see you again after my Halloween weekend. Yeah. That's always I, I really, I don't even, I don't really do Halloween anymore. I'm too scarred from... Uh, you Back when we lived at our house. It oh, was before, really? Years before you were there, actually. I think. What year is it? Yeah, I was two grades above Kyle okay. when we were in school. So before I moved into yeah. our famous college house, you had an experience there on Halloween? Did you never hear about the, the story of the half cat? The half cat? The half cat. No, you I You don't know this story? No. Oh, oh my God. It was... Uh, the half cat. We're just going to hop right into the show. We're going to give you the story right off the bat. <laughs> it was uh, Halloween of 2016. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Halloween 2016. We had a Halloween party at our house, my house at the time. Kyle did not live there. <laughs> I didn't know Kyle at the time. Right. Um, had a Halloween party at our house. Everyone got really drunk. Or like, okay, we woke up the next morning at like 8.30 or 9. Place was a mess. No one really could remember anything. We had a roommate who lived in the basement of our house. Mm-hmm. Which sounds weird to the listeners. But we had a basement where people yep. could live in. Uh, and he had a dog. So he was walking the dog early in the morning. And he wakes us all up. He's like, guys, uh, there's half a cat in the front lawn. We're like, what? So we all go outside. We had like a little patch of grass like right in front of the house, in front of the front door. And lo and behold, 
the front half of a cat so the front two yeah. uh arms and the face uh-huh and then a little bit of the neck and like part of the body was right. laying there the front it, it, it half was, of a the, cat yeah the cat was dead obviously yeah the back half missing and really nobody knew what it was from a real cat a real cat yeah because there are flies all over it. Really? I swear to God. And But the crazy, this was the craziest part. This is what freaked us out. Was that there was, this was in the grass, right? So there's no sign of any blood. No like leftover fur. No leftover bones huh. or guts or anything. It, so what we thought was that somebody murdered a cat. Yeah, like a cartel. It's like a cartel it was a, thing a, to it do. It belonged to a human. It was a civilized cat. It had a collar on. Mm-hmm. That was the saddest part wow. was that it was dead. It had yeah, the collar on. Yeah, that's awful. So we thought like someone killed this cat like a and mile away, your... drained it out, and right. she was like walking by and threw it in the fucking lawn. Wow. Horrifying, right? That is a horrifying thing to wake up to, for yeah. sure. And uh, so ever since then, I've, I've been been kind of scarred. We'd actually never solved the mystery. What you, did you call it? You call animal control, right? And yeah. Then, so so I was the one that called animal yeah. control. And uh, I'm like, explain. hey, we, we've got half a cat right. sitting in the lawn right now. And she said, and she's, hey, <laughs> your cat to be kidding me. <laughs> no she no she was an <laughs> asshole on the phone she said she was like she was like so so just to confirm the cat's dead i'm like you're not understanding what i'm saying half of its body is here the cat's dead i can confirm that and she's oh, like it's so okay well we're kind of backed up right now with uh animals that are still alive so it's yeah, gonna be fair. a while before we get there but i'll put your name down i'm like Add to the list. Okay, like there might be a serial killer on the loose, but I guess <laughs> you have to worry about uh, some dog that hurt its paw jumping off of a <laughs> car. And uh, so we go to our, we're like, all right, we can't just have this cat sitting here. It's disgusting. So we went to like shovel it into a like a garbage bag to like, so it uh-huh. wasn't just like laying in the lawn all day. And uh, we go to our next door neighbor, who you know, our next door neighbor, John, who is John. The, he's been there forever. Yes, he's this literally really, forever. He, yeah, he's like this really old guy. He's like in his 80s and mm-hmm. he's kind of losing his head. Mm-hmm. He's losing his mind. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you have some weird things he said yeah, to you. So John. we go knock on the door and we're like, because he was always gardening. We're like, John, we need, uh, do you, can we borrow a shovel real quick? Because <laughs> we're going to shovel it into a trash can. We're not going to sure. touch it with our bare hands. And I, I swear to God, this was his response. He looks at us, he goes, you guys burying a kitty? I was like. Dude, John's the killer, man. I was like, John's the, John's kind, clearly the cat killer. Kind of. <laughs> We're kind of burying a kitty. <laughs> That's crazy. And, uh, that can't be a coincidence. Yeah, so one of my roommates was like, that was his working theory was that right. John killed the cat because like this guy was like actually kind of crazy. Jeez. He didn't own any cats or anything, but he yeah. he was like a little, he was losing his head. He he had played college football like years ago and clearly had some brain damage right. and would make some really weird comments so, <laughs> but we, we never uh, animal control came and they were like yeah we don't know like it, it could be a coyote like we're not really sure mm. they tossed it in the trash and that was it <laughs> that's it i mean no one ever came back never happened again but it was uh for, for that reason for that reason you don't celebrate for, for that reason I had, a, I had a mellow halloween <laughs> understandable understandable um let's go ahead and jump into a brand new segment hard to transition from that we're gonna, we're gonna try our best uh, I thought we could bring in a brand new segment to the show. Uh, before we dive into uh, this week, we're going to talk about Breeders' Cup horse racing. Going to bring horse racing about that action. Should be a good show. Before we do that, uh, a few weeks ago, when we were talking about one of the UFC fights, uh, we were breaking down Israel Adesanya beating Paulo Costa and how he kind of humped him a couple times at the end of the fight. Remember that? <laughs> yeah. And you said something funny. You were like, is that savage or weird? That was the question that we broke down on whether that was a savage thing to do or kind of a creepy, weird thing to do. I thought that'd be a great segment, a name of a segment, Savage or Weird, because something happened this weekend in the NFL weekend uh, that made me think of this. I don't know if you saw the fight between the Chicago Bears and the Saints, yep. uh, but... 
basically, for those who didn't see it, the Bears, Javon Wims, he basically ran over to uh, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, pulled his mouthpiece, like ripped his mouthpiece out, and then hit him with two consecutive punches. My question for you, Mark, on the show, is it savage or weird to pull out someone's mouthpiece when you're in a fight in a football game? I'm going to say doing that act on its own, weird. What he, <laughs> what he did, extremely weird. Nothing. If, if my two choices are savage and weird, there was nothing savage about that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. First of all, it doesn't make any practical sense to pull someone's mouth guard out and then punch them in the face when their mouth is protected by a face mask. It's called yeah, a face true. mask. But they're less protected all. without the mouth guard. So does that make it in some ways a little bit savage? No, it doesn't. Like context. if he to take someone's helmet off and then hit him with punches, that's pretty savage, right? It it's savage, but if he it's pulled not. a Miles Garrett and hit someone with a helmet, that would be savage. <laughs> that's kind of savage. <laughs> but my problem was that he completely sucker punched the guy. Like yeah, he, he ran did. up from behind and did all that, and then the guy he, ate it for breakfast. By the way, twice, twice. <laughs> but he first he punches the guy in the face. The guy like literally doesn't react. He was like surprised. Like, he's like, it just got windy. <laughs> it Gets, got windy. Yeah. Gets punched in the face again. Nothing happens. Janoris right. Jenkins runs in. Mm-hmm. He goes to break it up. He starts beating Janoris Jenkins in the head. But but then finally the fight gets broken up. And the, what's this guy's name? Javon Wims? Yeah. yeah no yeah, one's Wims. ever heard of this dude, first of all. He's like a seventh round pick, right? right. Something like that. And uh, no one's ever heard of this guy. He runs off like flexing. He's doing like a double bicep mm-hmm. like flex around mm-hmm. the field. Like, like, yeah, dude, what? Like you, That was you, weird. You didn't, like that was the dumbest thing. Yeah. You, like some guy that's not even involved in the play. You just... Right. You just punched him, and he didn't react at all. Right. Nothing happened. You're getting tossed out of the game. That's probably a fifty thousand yeah. dollar fine, Th- and definitely. you make seventy grand a year. And now you're <laughs> running around flexing on us, like, like, like no. It, yeah. I don't even have the words. It's when not I, savage at all. When I first saw the clip, uh, and I saw him do that yanking motion, obviously in the in the broadcast, um, uh, Cha- Chauncey, uh, whatever his name is, Gardner Johnson, his back is to the camera, so you can't really tell what he's doing with the motion i thought he was ripping a chain off you know how a lot of uh, nfl players were, were chains yeah and that happened one time in one of those fights uh someone ripped a guy's chain off um so that's what i first thought was maybe he got his chain ripped off is that savage or weird to rip someone's chain off i think that's a little better right that's a little more savage to i don't rip think that's chain. savage either because it's like then you're just like stealing their money <laughs> it's like are you like what you you're you're broke but especially to, because it's like in the nfl everyone's in the grand scheme of things everyone is well paid everyone's so it's like what well. you, you can't afford this piece of jewelry you're right gonna rip mine off like right like whatever i i i strongly think there's nothing savage, nothing about, savage that. about it also like this is a no-name player like you have no business doing this yeah, like I get doing that. Doing those actions, I like get that. I'm just saying the risk of your whole se- career. Yeah, this segment is about the action itself. Okay? The action we're, itself we're is gonna... very weird. All right, cool. Yeah, that's my answer. It's All very right. weird. I, I'll lean a little bit more towards the other side. I can think I, it's interesting. Can I throw a savage or weird into yeah, this? Yeah, sure. It's it's not. It's I just remembered it because be my of guest. This. Be my guest. It's not related to this story, but there was <laughs> the guy on the Seahawks. Mm-hmm. In he was an undrafted free agent this past year, and in the uh, preseason camp. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we've got coronavirus protocol going on. All the teams are isolated. He tried sneaking in his girlfriend into the... Did you hear about this? He into tried a bubble s- or something? He tried sneaking his girlfriend into the team hotel. Yeah, into the bubble mm-hmm. by dressing her in uh, Seahawks gear. <laughs> like like, <it's- laughs> like hoodie, beanie, mask. Like she's a player or yeah. like a staff member or yeah, something? Yeah, like, like she's yeah. wearing like full Seahawks gear. But she's like a 5'5 five, five girl. <laughs> and he got caught and he got cut from the team. And he threw and he was an undrafted rookie, so he's uh, he's not in the league anymore. 
he threw his whole career away. Yeah. Is that savage or weird? I think if he got away with it, savage. But because you didn't, that's a weird thing to do, man. Now you now you look like a fool, right? Now we're talking about you on a podcast because you did it. That's a weird thing to do. Yeah, you, I think, what do you think? I think the equivalence of those two things is that it's two no-name guys being Fair. idiots and Fair. risking their career on absolutely nothing okay. to gain. I get that. Except what you... You got to slap a dude in the face and then you got to like have sex with your girlfriend. Like you couldn't wait. Like you threw out your life pursuit for that. For, and for I that think, risk. I think that's weird. That's what, make, that's that, a weird that's thing what makes do. it weird. The verdict is in for Mark. Uh, that was a weird thing to do. Let's dive into financial investing 101 before we transition over to some horse racing. How did you do? We, we had our rugby expert on last week, uh, Kieran Kerwin. He did a great job for us. We broke down four games. Uh, he went three for four against the spread. Pretty good. That being said, we do have to admit, he did make it pretty uh, strong He said case if he had Wales. to bet his house, he would put it on Wales. Right, and, and that was lost. a little bit, yeah, that was, uh, they ended up losing the game, not even covering <laughs> their spread. Uh, so that was a bummer. That being said, uh, we put a unit on each on each of those games, each of those predictions. Uh, we went up 170 each from that, right? So that brought me up to a new, uh, new total of $916, uh, doing pretty well. Uh, you went up to what? Actually, you got to factor in for mine. Hmm. Dodgers plus two sixty. Oh, there I put, you go. I put them plus two sixty to win the World Series. There that cashed go. in this past week. Congrats on that. A longer term investment coming right. back in. Congrats on that one. Um, so this is actually a big a big week for me because I've now officially entered the uh, two thousand dollar winnings range. Wow. I'm now up two thousand one hundred twenty six dollars. Yeah, you're a big. Which calling. having been down like four or five hundred dollars. To start. To start out. I think I'm getting the hang of this thing. <laughs> That's exactly the most dangerous thought. I think I got it now. I think, I think, I think I'm, I think take, I'm invincible. I'm taking all of this to Vegas and I'm going to put it on black <laughs> and I'm either going to double it or start it over. I like For it. sure getting the PS5 as soon as they come Heck in stock. Yeah. Heck now yeah. I've, got, I've got the money to do that with some. I'm, I'm getting up towards PS5 range now. I think uh, I'm going to follow the same protocol once we get uh, once I get above a, a grand uh, and I'll, what what was it? 1500 was the number. So because PS5 costs around 500, 600 bucks. Yeah. Nice to have a K buffer. So I'm going to try to get there as well. I think PS5 is a great thing to, to, to set on the target list. Um, yeah, you can get on Fortnite. I know you're still big on that. Yeah, still big <laughs> on the Fortnite game. Uh, good stuff. Financial Investing 101 for the week. Let's take a quick word from our sponsors and then dive into the Breeders' Cup taking place this weekend, Saturday, around 5 o'clock Pacific time over in Kentucky. Before we do... First up, mybookie.ag. Get some skin in the game with mybookie where odds, boosts, lightning deals, and free bets await all season long. And with Turkey Day right around the corner, there really is no better time to feast on some NFL action. Whether you're a first-time customer or been playing with mybookie for years, there is no shortage of value to be found in the thousands of game lines, unique prop bets, and contests they offer every single week. Sign up or get reloaded today. Find an edge, make your bet, and get paid. They also boast a fully-fledged casino platform giving you access to all the classic table slot and card games you'd expect to find at your local spot. And the best part is, at MyBookie, the doors never close, so you can continue to build your bankroll even after the stadium lights have gone out. Make the right play and sign up today at MyBookie. And when you do, use that promo code SGP to get your deposit matched halfway all the way up to $1,000. The terms are simple. You put in $200, they match you with another $100 in your account. If you're already planning to bet this season, this is a free betting money. It's winning season at MyBookie. So come join in on the fun and win some cash while you're at it. Come prop up with Thrive Fantasy this season. 
Thrive Fantasy is a daily fantasy sports app for player props. With Thrive, you can eliminate the countless hours of research and focus on only the top-tier athletes that have the biggest impact on the game. When betting the NFL, choose 10 out of the 20 available player props to build your lineup. Other sports only need you to choose 5 out of the 10 available player props to build your lineup. Please mention some players you like for Thrive this week. Uh, I didn't look. Patrick Mahomes, I guess? Each prop is assigned a fantasy value for both the over and the under based on how likely it is to hit. Hit the most props and rack up the most points to win a share of the prize, too. Thrive has over $50,000 in guaranteed prizes weekly and has awarded over $1.6 million in cash prizes. Use promo code SGP when you sign up today, and you will receive an instant match up to $50 on your first deposit. Download Thrive Fantasy on the App Store or Play Store or by visiting their website, www.thrivefantasy.com. Sign up and prop up today, and don't forget promo code SGP. Last but not least, ever thought of starting your own sportsbook but don't know how? Ace Per Head is here to help you start your own sportsbook. They'll provide you with an all-inclusive professional betting site with all the lines updated to the second and wagers graded immediately. They have top-notch customer support going 24-7 and some of the sharpest lines in the industry. Plus, Ace offers live betting and an amazing mobile experience. Get started today and Ace is offering up to six weeks free. Just go to aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. Good work, Mark. And we're back just like that. Time to stop. Time to talk some horses. You excited? <laughs> That's what they make, right? That's right. Um, yeah, I, the, the horse racing holds a special place in my heart because that's what really turned around the sports betting for me. I was really? down. I was down like four or five hundred dollars. Oh, that's right. You hit the uh, we, Kentucky Derby. And we Derby. went on the sports gambling podcast show. That's right. With uh, Ryan Sean and, and Sean. Yeah, Sean and Ryan. And uh, yeah, Ryan and Sean. Sean and Ryan. <laughs> and I hit the uh, plus eight hundred win. Oh, huge! That was a huge win. That turned things around for me. And ever since then, it's just been forward forward progress. Do you know anything about uh, the race coming up this weekend? Yeah, I know a very important fact that the same horse that I bet on... Is in the race. Is in the race. <laughs> Are you going to double his up? His name's Authentic. Okay. Or her name, his name's Authentic. I don't know what gender <laughs> it is. His name's but. Authentic. Do okay. they have female horses in these here's races? Here's what I'll do. Yeah, sometimes they do. Um, here's what I'll do, though. I'll take you through the lineup, okay? Just like the listeners. So if you're not if you're not too familiar with the, the races in the... Or the horses in the race this coming weekend... Uh, don't worry, you're on the same page as Mark. I'll take you through a quick, quick little brief lineup of uh, the horses who are going to be racing. So basically just a normal show. <laughs> basically <laughs> what we always do. <laughs> Number one, uh, I don't know if it's Tacitus or Tacitus. It's Tacitus. Thank you. Named after the Roman historian. Wow. Okay. I know something. Big brain. <laughs> um, <laughs> political science major. I'm assuming it's named after that. There was a yeah. Roman historian named, he's very yeah. famous. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> It ran uh, it ran second behind Global Campaign uh, when it was the favorite in Saratoga on September 5th and then finished third in its next race. Uh, it's a, it, it likes to run at the front. Uh, it's four years old, looking for its first grade one win, which is like the highest tier of horse racing. So it's unlikely, put it that it way. It likes to run at the front? likes that's, to run at the front. That, is that not winning? Uh, no, some horses like to like start either towards the back or off the pace as they call it which means like maybe they're in third or fourth or second whatever it is some horses don't like to have the lead they, they save like to, their energy exactly they like to turn on the jets at the end after the the final turn on the straightaway imagine some that horses, imagine some horses if they like put jet packs on the back of the horses okay moving on tis the law 
That's a big one. It's three to one. I actually know that name. That, yeah. was, in the, that was the favorite in the last race, the Kentucky Derby. It was Kentucky right. Derby. Right. Tis the Law is, is uh, on a tear right now. Four straight wins uh, to open. It's and it's a little bit younger. He's three years old. Um, he won the Belmont Stakes, uh, and he got up to a speed of 109 buyer, which is like a way they record their top speeds, which is really fast. Um, he did lose, however, uh, in the Kentucky Derby to your your pick authentic right mm-hmm. um he, had, he ended up it looked like he was going to be set up perfect in the derby ended up finishing second uh but i mean he's in a great spot right now and on a great run so tis the law that's the second one in line uh third bet b or no by my standards by my standards number three uh it got finished 11th in last year's kentucky derby um meh that's about it we're gonna skip that one six to one <laughs> for Tom, tom's Detat, you see that one? I don't know how to pronounce that one. Six, yeah, six to one. Uh, Joel Rosario is going to be riding. Um, won a big Grade Two Stephen Foster race at Churchill Downs on June 26th. Uh, who had a really good performance there. Um, had a Grade One race at Saratoga, but was unable to overcome or stumble at the start. Finishing third behind Improbable and by my standards, uh, a decent shot at six to one. Title ready, 30 to 1. That's a long shot. Uh, not much we need to talk about with this one. So uh, not, not title ready at all. No, not title ready at all, <laughs> ironically. Uh, higher power, 20 to 1. Uh, trainer John Sadler is going to be ridden by Flavian Pratt. Uh, it's one of the longer shots in the field, uh, but it's 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 actually raced a lot of good competition. Uh, you can look at it that way. Um, it lost to Improbable at the Hollywood Gold Cup in, at Santa Anita on June 6th. And then lost or finished third behind Maximum Security, another top grade horse uh, in Del Mar. Um, so it's it's lot. It hasn't won a lot of races recently, but it's always in good races. So maybe don't take it to win, but you can play it with your exact as trifecta that sort of deal. Uh, Global campaign twenty to one. Uh, four four year old who is rapidly improving as a contender. Mark um, is, is that old for horses? Like four? no, that's like that's like the prime right now. They're they're in their prime. Most of these horses literally are four, years, four old. years old. Yeah. Wow, that's really young. Yeah, that's like a puppy. <laughs> yeah, if you think about it that way, that's yeah. Four years old is like when they're at their physical it's like prime. All these things know is is racing. Yeah, man, that's pretty crazy. They're born into it. They're born into it. Um, improbable five to two trainer bob baffert um he has a few horses i keep seeing that name yeah he's a he's a legendary horse trainer so how does that work though he has multiple horses racing in the same race yes so he's he's that's allowed like that's like that's like if i owned the red Sox and the yankees he doesn't own them he trains them okay the same sports team had if if doc rivers coached the lakers and the clippers it is like that (laughs) that doesn't make it that's a that's a better that's a better (laughs) comparison basically yeah the trainer the owner hires the trainer to you know get the horse in the best condition it can be in and to help it well you, you've worked in horse racing right. before so i don't know if you would know this or if like you'll get kneecapped if you tell me but kneecapped. like is there a situation where it's like the uh, one owner of the horse is like you know they have more money so they pay the trainer like hey like train our horse better that's just no like, there's only so many hours in <laughs> bob baffert there's only there's only 24 hours in a day this guy's got like six horses racing here he, yeah he does but they all have different odds I, of winning I, I, and different I, skill levels I, i'm I saying is he, is he getting kickbacks under no, the table no, I, I get what you mean he's it's it's complicated how it works with the horse racing but bob baffert's like an absolute legendary trainer with he a great the, team he so had the horse if you have bob baffert training your horse it's 
it, that's a great that's a great thing. What you're was gonna, the one? What was the really famous talented. horse that he? I know the name. He there was the what's the really famous horse that did like the triple crown? Oh, you're think. Oh, you're thinking of um, American Pharaoh is what you're yes, thinking about. American Pharaoh. Good I knew stuff, I, I knew Mark. I recognized the name. No, I, I'm impressed that you that you uh, know enough about horse racing to know know the name. It of was lucky. Pharaoh. That's like the only thing. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, Bob Baffert, uh, legendary trainer. Train that horse. Also trains Improbable, who's at five to two, and Authentic, who's at six to one. Uh, John Velasquez will be in the saddle for that one. Um, it's had some great battles. Uh, it lost by a neck uh, to Swiss Skydiver um, in one of the Preakness States stakes races. Uh, good horse, contender for sure. Contender for sure. I think. I think. I just want to point out that in the odds, the lowest likely horse to win is called title ready and the highest likely <laughs> horse to win is called improbable <laughs> i'm just saying yeah that's, that's actually that's pretty funny uh baffert also has a horse called maximum security um which is at seven to two right now uh louis Saez will be will be riding on that one um that's that's a tough one uh it's not necessarily in form as you might say right now this horse um it got run down by improbable and uh in its last time out at Santa Anita in the Awesome Again Stakes. Still a contender, but it has to have kind of a perfect trip, I think, uh, for this one to work out. So probably not for maximum security. Based on all that information that I broke down, anything jumping out to you as a, as a person who's not a regular horse racing better, but... I'm one for one, though. But you are... You're, yeah. <laughs> you're a plus 800 win. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. You are one for one. Uh, what's your What's your... What do you, what do you like? What, what who are you going with? Who are you riding with? I just feel like the last time that I bet on horses, the only time I bet on horses, mm-hmm. I went with authentic. Yep. At lower odds than he was. You went on a big sports betting show. Yeah. Gave out authentic at like plus eight hundred or plus seven hundred. Was arguably how my <laughs> podcasting career took yeah, off. Yeah, honestly, that's huge. Thousands of people just assumed that I knew. Now there's knew some pressure. Now there's some pressure. Exactly. To go two for two. I, I just feel like I I I'm gonna keep literally gonna keep betting the winning horse. Okay. That's a phrase that people say, like, yeah, betting the right betting horse. The right yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep doing that. I'm going to take Authentic again at plus 550. Okay, you're I sticking like with it. the momentum off the Kentucky <laughs> Derby. Yeah, okay. I like that pick. Um, I'll give out two. I think it's hard to bet against Improbable. Improbable is just set up super well right now. He, as a juvenile, he was a hot shot. He wouldn't lose, and then... He was the biggest favorite in the Derby when he ended up getting upset by your horse, but I think he's probably due for his win here. So I am going to throw a unit on Improbable to get the job done at why it's plus 300 over at my bookie, I think. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to throw one on that for plus 300. I'm also going to throw a second unit. So two bets for me, one for Mark. My second bet's going to be on Tom's de Etat. Tom's okay. de Etat. Uh, let me build a little case uh, for this horse here. Uh, he finished last year as well as any any other horse, really. Uh, he had some huge wins. Uh, he won at Keeneland, uh, which is where this race is taking place. Won at Churchill Downs. Uh, basically, he's he's beaten Improbable before. Um, he's just uh, he's beaten some great horses, uh, and then he went and raced a few times at Saratoga, and uh, really couldn't get any good wins so it i feel like maybe being back in kentucky here uh he's able to 
you know, be back on this track and get a great result. I figured I had to give out a decent long shot. Uh, I just think this this is a veteran horse, been in the game a while. We've seen him go in and out of form, and I think that you know this could be his moment to come out and shine. So that's my pick uh, as my long shot. What's he over at my bookie? You have the odds of he, he's uh, plus seven hundred. Plus seven hundred. I, I I can give a long shot. Okay. I mean, you're you're welcome to. Uh, just out of the blue, you're just gonna so you see something you like, go ahead and give it out. I feel like I want to give Tacitus. I wanted to give it to Swiss Skydiver, but I don't think that she's going to end up racing apparently because right. uh, she's a female. And so she might race in the woman's race or something. Something like that. Not the woman's race, the female <laughs> horse's race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, something like uh, that. The trainer's going to decide whether to run her, and she probably won't run in the Breeders' Cup. So I give, give a long shot that definitely will run. So I feel like if I'm going to give a long shot, I'm just going to give a long shot. Wow. And okay. it's going to be, I'm going to give it to Tacitus at, uh, at plus. 3,300. Your eyes lit up when I first read that name because you recognized Yeah, well, you want to know how I know who that is. So, Tacitus was a Roman historian, like, in the early, like, 80s. Like, like the the hundreds. Not the 80s, He he lived in, like, the hundreds. Right. (laughs) um, So, even earlier than that, maybe. But, um... Have you ever heard of the the phrase the annals of history? Like when like you're gonna go down in the annals of history, and everyone's like, "Ha ha!" You said anal. Like, no, it's like a thing. That's like mm-hmm. that's a joke. Okay, I haven't people heard it. say. Well, the annals of history got its name because that Is was this guy. That was his famous work. He wrote like it's called. Is I it think, like a? It's a history book or what? Yeah, it's like some history of the Roman Empire, and he he wrote he wrote that down, and it's called the annals. So the joke is based on that. Exactly. Cool. There's definitely listeners that have heard that phrase. <laughs> okay. All right. Cool. <laughs> if not, then I just look like an idiot. <laughs> so two bets each. Uh, we'll each take those. Um, what? You had Tacitus. And authentic. And authentic. Mainly authentic. I had um, I had the favorite improbable at plus 300. And then I also had one on Tom's Detet at plus 700. Let's have a good weekend. Let's uh let's enjoy the sports this weekend. I think we're gonna talk some football next week. Bring back our NFL talk. Uh, that should be a good time. Football is like words? the only thing left. Like there's like not a lot of other yeah. Sports it's gonna, gonna be on. a rough moment in our podcast. <laughs> well, it'll be fun and not fun because we we, That's we don't why have we that wanted many to do the the horse racing. Yeah, we were like we were like okay guys, we'll have we'll have plenty of NFL to talk about. The content SGP content train is gonna be pumping out NFL content and it'll be awesome. We all all good and well. However. With you know all, all the other major seasons not going on right now, we'll have plenty of time for football talk. We wanted to bring out some interesting content for you, so help us out with a review, a subscription to the podcast. Enjoy the horse racing this weekend. And Mark, any last words before we go? Sports are tight, uh, and horses are tight too. We'll see you next week.
finally spring, and I'm saying goodbye snow, hello adventure. And during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event, you can get epic deals on your favorite Honda model. Ready to get rugged? Then take the off-road in an all-wheel drive Honda SUV, like the CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, or redesigned Ridgeline. Want to take a spring road trip? Then check out a fuel-efficient turbocharged Civic or Accord. Say goodbye to winter and hello to a new Honda. Don't miss huge savings during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event. Now at your local Honda dealer.